Welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals. When we say Beyond the Field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. So kick back, relax and enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to Beyond the Field. My name's Goran and I've got Issa with me. And today we've got two very special guests today. Um, the very own Emily Blanchett and Jessica Clark from Mother Maid. Guys, how are you? Good. Good. Very Good. well, thank you. Fantastic. We're excited to yeah. pop, the, pop the cherry with you guys. Yeah, hi, oh, Awesome. Before we start, I'm going to ask you some questions, some quirky questions for you, put you on the spot, which will You're be super that. fun, Gus. He's waiting all week to say that. Yeah. Um, okay. You have to sing karaoke. What song do you pick? Teenage Dirtbag. Oh, nice name drop. Nice. Fast. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know. I'm a Barbie I, girl or something. No, but you're really, you know, every long song lyric to like all those like rapping songs. Probably just fifth Yeah. <laughs> no, nice. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. You've got to delete all apps from your phone, but three. What are they? Uh, emails, business chat, God. Um, and then <laughs> Instagram, Instagram, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Just, uh, we obviously have no fun because these are all business related. Instagram <laughs> 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 and maybe um, like banking or something. I don't really, yeah. I'm not huge on yeah. my phone. I'm not huge on technology. So yeah. I'm WhatsApp probably because that's how I keep in contact with all my overseas mates. Cool. Sweet. Um, yeah. If you could magically uh, learn one language in the snap of a finger, what would it be? Maori. Oh, nice. I am Māori and I feel I like no bits and pieces um, because of like how I was brought up, but I can't like string a sentence together. And it's it sucks more and more because so many more people are learning how to um, yeah. it or Māori, you know, and so yeah. I just, I want to do it, but yeah. You can do it. I can do it. <laughs> I probably learned French because I think it's so sexy and yeah. I'm in France one day. Yeah. I've got some French heritage, so I think it would be so sexy if I could speak <laughs> You're halfway there already. Okay, cool. Let's kick it off. Well, um, tell us a little bit about yourselves, you know, where you're from and where you grew up. And, you know, obviously you guys are, you know, good buddies. And We're both just, from yeah. Palmy, Palming North, P-Town. Yeah. Yeah. P-Town. We kind of grew up together. We went to Palmerston North Girls High School together when we were 14, known each other ever since then. Um, and then we kind of like went our separate ways after high school. You want to kick off with your yeah. life story? <laughs> so I moved to New York when I was 17 um, to become a professional poser. Yeah. And, and that kind of like lasted the last 10 years of my life. Um, and then obviously COVID brought me back to Nouvelle-Zélande. Mm-hmm. And um, and then obviously Emily and I kept in touch all these years. We've got a pretty tight um, girlfriend crew, 12 girlfriends actually. Um, and uh, and then we started talking about like building businesses. We've both kind of wanted to do this. Emily's actually done one of those in her past. And so, um, yeah, that's when we kind of like settled down on the mushroom idea and like went full, full spin. Yeah. So my, I guess my background, like Jess said, was sort of like after high school, I went to Europe, worked on super yachts for a little bit. I was like one of those kids at school that had no idea what I wanted to do. Like all of our friends were like scholars and they were like, 
um, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be a doctor, and I was at school like, shit, I'm just here for the, the social life, like, I have no idea. <laughs> yep. So I pretty much, like, left school, buzzed around, was like, yeah, I want to go overseas and make heaps of money on the super yachts, and that sort of lasted, like, one year, and then I came <laughs> home, and I was like, man, what do I do now? So at the age of, I think, like, 20, 21, I started a salad smoothie health shop cafe with my mum, and we ran that for, like, almost six years together actually and it built up to be quite a quite a thing for Kwame it was almost like a little bit ahead of its time even I think um I got the inspiration for that from Instagram when it was first popping off of everyone was doing cool smoothies and acai bowls and like taking sticks with their salad so I was like mum this is the next big thing like it started off I wanted to do it Um, that was back in like 2013 like that was really ahead of your time right yeah yeah it was it was um Mm -hmm ahead of the time and then me and mum just like busted that up for six years and then all my friends started getting married and, and buying houses <laughs> and I was like holy shit like I'm not ready for this I'm going to stay in Palmy for the rest of my life if I don't get out now so I um moved to Auckland actually like met someone moved to New York and did that for like a year and that's sort of where I was probably like the most lost in my life where I was in New York around all of these cool amazing talented people doing like really cool things and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I've just mm-hmm. sold my business. I um, <laughs> have, like, no qualifications. I'm surrounded by, like, insanely talented people. Um, and I felt like I was just up to fuck all, to be honest. And I was, <laughs> like, but I was, like, trying to draw as much inspiration as I could overseas. And that's how Jess and I, like she said, we kept in touch the entire time. But we are both kind of, like, cool. Oh, we're, like... Know both in the states right now we're both sort of looking for this next chapter and the next stage and then we just started chatting basically about what's really like trending around us at the Mm -hmm. moment and what we think could be a cool business and the one thing Jess and I had in common was our love for mushrooms (laughs) so we were I was taking them in New York um just in like I think I just ordered them from online and got like a powder and tinctures and Jess was in like LA at the time yeah. when you sort of like were taking mm. them the most and it was yeah. more in like they're just like cafes. cafes and stuff I would always go and like get a matcha smoothie with um mushrooms in it or just like a mushroom coffee was, instead mm. of getting a normal coffee because it like lowers your anxiety and like it's just much better for you than like a normal coffee and everyone was into alternatives um in in LA and something like more natural um so that's when I really got hooked into it Hmm. and I guess it's like the conversation flowing of whoa was this like we just like I've actually got the notepads of when we first started zooming so about it when we were still both overseas and would like write just massive brainstorm ideas like cool. huge list person so we'd always just sit down write a list from the top scribble it out and slowly but surely I guess our mother made pattern yeah, <laughs> like yeah. model got refined and then here we are Quickly, before going diving right into the mushrooms, what's it been like relocating and moving back to New Zealand? Were you guys ready for that? Yeah, I mean, definitely having Mother Made as our baby definitely helped. Um, And also, obviously, when the rest of the world was in lockdown, New Zealand was going to festivals, going to rugby (laughs) games. Obviously, it was the best place to be. So we were all super stoked when we got what I was super stoked. We both moved to Auckland and like got a flat together and I was like, we we're like living out like sex in the city life that we've always had. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, I think it was probably harder for Jess because she had been away for like she said like 10 years. So her life was a lot of like the majority of her 20s and growing up was overseas, whereas I'm still quite like a home homebody at heart and I love New Zealand and 
although like New York was amazing to open my eyes up I always knew I wanted to come back eventually but I think COVID just brought us home a little bit um, sooner than we yeah, anticipated but but like you said living together like the transition between moving to Auckland and for me that's still like a pretty big city coming from Palmerston North I was like this is still lit like there's shit on every night and like we had this cool ass apartment in Greyland and we were yeah living yeah. our like sex in the city dream starting a business like yeah going on dates just like living this like All right, social life it's <laughs> uh, settled down a lot since, since it's been a year's time um and it's settled down a lot now but yeah, yeah. you're in love aren't you yeah i'm all loved up i've got like a little house out out of the city now so this is me so there's a few more cafes than cuba cafe down on main street in palmy Oh my yeah. God! Yes. Oh, you know Palmy. I love it. I know Palmy. I've been to Cuba Cafe. If I like, ever go there, it's probably the first place I go for my morning breakfast. It's nice. so good, and the silk cake there. Mm. Yep. Mm. Super busy on the weekends. You got to get them before the rush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that it stays open to like 10 o'clock at night and still does coffees and slices. It's like so bizarre. I don't understand how they did their so business model, but it's so cool. So New York, <laughs> yeah. Tell us, um, how long have you guys been back now? I, I, I read obviously around a bit about your bio that um, the idea grew whilst you're in isolation. Is that right? Yeah, well, it grew yep. obviously before we started chatting about it and I came back right when the world went into the pandemic lockdown in March to in, in March last year? Last yep, year? yep, yep. Yeah, time flies, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And Emily was still in New York. Well, it was like kind of scary in New York. Yeah, too, right? I was, it had already hit at that stage, but I was one of those idiots that was kind of <laughs> on the fence being like, it's not going to get that bad. Like, surely it's not actually going to shut down. I'll wait another month, I'll wait another month. And then before I knew it, it was like New York City was like an impact an alien apocalypse. like apocalypse it was yeah. just empty and scary and i was like it made me appreciate home mm -hmm. and miss home so much so i was like i need to book a flight so i had to do the old two-week um isolation yep. in the quarantine like hotel and that's that's probably when we did it the bulk of it yeah. Jess was also in her home. my dad made me self isolate you know you're supposed <laughs> to do that but like no one actually does that except for my yeah. <laughs> He's listening. <laughs> I love you, Dad. No, and he basically put me out in the outhouse for like 10 days and fed me meals through the crack of the window and sat like 10 oh, meters away from me. Bless him. And had a wine with me every night. It's hilarious. But yeah, yeah. So we knuckled it down, nutted it out in lockdown. Um, and it just became, it came so easily to us because obviously we both loved it. So we're just kind of gossiping about mushrooms and like, oh my God. And then do you use turkey's tail for this? And like, oh yeah, rice is so good to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And then we'll kind of, it almost like, I, I don't even think it started off that we wanted to make it a business. We actually just wanted to get some back to New Zealand for us. Mm -hmm. yep. And then we kind of were looking at all of the, I've done a business deployment. So I love going and doing research on other brands and what's out there and we really found that there weren't any brands that were selling mushrooms as a mainstream kind of product yep. it was either really really hippie style um and you could mistake it for like magic mushrooms almost or it was so kind of high high class unattainable like 300 dollars you would buy it for and we we're just like mushrooms don't have to be like that like it can be an everyday thing mm -hmm. and i feel like everyone should have access to being like having their health and well-being in check you know mm -hmm. what i mean so we're like can we potentially do this can we make it look cool with our backgrounds and like design and growing a business 
let's make it look cool let's make it like mainstream let's cut all the middlemen out by doing the design work ourselves and like actually come to the market with a product that we bloody love mm-hmm. and also mushrooms that are super potent from the origins and something that would absolutely use ourselves mm-hmm. and so we kind of become obsessed with creating the perfect yeah. product and i think it like mainly just absolutely blew our minds coming back to new zealand that there was nothing here where it was so mm. readily available overseas it was on yep. like every corner even like the bodegas and like random yeah. little like small pokey cafes would have mushrooms and then coming back here it was like when we started telling people like yeah just now you're gonna start a, a mushroom <laughs> business people were like whoa like, what is that yeah. one of my friends nicknamed me portobello for like six months i was so dark and then we finally came up with the business everyone's like oh okay yeah <laughs> you're actually doing it you're actually doing it yeah just just for all the listeners, like um, I actually, I'm not bragging, but I, I have my functional mushrooms in my coffee. I love mushrooms. Um, I, I, I'll i order the, the, the multi-pack off you guys this afternoon after I, I hang up. But I, um, I only, yeah, <laughs> I only sort of discovered them, one for sort of, um, I guess, performance and recovery and sports. And then as soon as you start off down the mushroom rabbit hole, then you get, you know, there's lion mane, there's sort of a reduces anxiety. It's been used for centuries in Chinese medicine and like, so a lot of it was just around, holy crap, you've got to actually start off down the rabbit hole and get some education around it. But what I love from what you guys have done, you've explained it so simply that anyone can actually see the benefits. It doesn't have to be scary. Is that always like front of mind? Totally, 100%. I feel like a lot of, again, looking at other brands, we're like, this is so much more complicated than if obviously we've been taking mushrooms for a very long time. So you like get drip fed information and then you do your own research. But every kind of form of research that we could find out there, it it wasn't put in, you know, simple, simple English. And so we're like, hey, this like should be, again, attainable and understandable for all of the people that we believe should be taking it, which is just people like us, like Mm -hmm. average Joe Blows. So 100% that was um, at the front front of our minds. And that's why we joined up with people that really know what they're talking about. Obviously, we're passionate, but we like have, we've talked, we've been so resourceful in terms of we've talked to like the growers, the suppliers, we've got nutritionists on board, scientists, like different testings, what we would have to do to like actually make it available for like athletes, say, um, yeah. and all of those. I mean, we really went through um, a lot of down a lot of rabbit holes. But I think it was easy, um, like our for Jess and I, it was a benefit that we were kind of our target market because yeah. we yeah. weren't. Um, we aren't these like crazy naturopaths, like not crazy. We love I love I love like a natural not, alternative, yeah. but we're not like full hippie spec either. So it yeah. was kind of like, cool, we wanna like mainstream this a little bit. Everyone should be taking this. Yeah. It was for like almost like yeah, the modern yeah. day person, person. Yeah. Bringing it in, like you said, and then we sort of like named them and marketed them how we took them and remembered them so like yeah. rush, relax like that's what it does that is it's the biggest benefit of it so we'll like mm-hmm. put that across to people and lion's main brain it's like cognitive function yeah like yeah. there's a whole nother like more sciencey route we could have taken with different names and everything or like and talking about adaptogens and everything but we just know how we would receive it and so that's how we kind of regurgitated all the information yeah because you know the you know you've got the scientific names but you know <laughs> It sounds like a damn Harry Potter spell when you start looking at 
<laughs> of uh, the yeah. mushrooms, whereas like Chaga, Lion's Mane, you, you sort of simplified it all, which is awesome. And then you're like branding and your packaging has just made it so simple for people, which is so awesome. Yeah, they are for everyday um, people and everyday struggles and everyday hurdles as well. Because like everyone, everyone experiences brain fog. Everyone, there's yep. lots of people that out there that struggle with insomnia or anxiety. And then, I mean, cordyceps as like energy and like energy boost. People take pre-workouts when they could just be taking like a natural alternative that doesn't yep. screw their system. And then there's turkey's tail for like gut health, yep. shiitake for your skin, hair and nails. Mm. And then like uh, chugger for your immunity, and obviously immunity is a massive one today with in our COVID, mm. COVID yeah. life. Um, but all of these things are, are things that we struggle with on the daily. You know? And do you think there's a do you think there's another do you think we're in a time where people are actively looking for those natural sort of alternatives rather than going super mainstream? You know, have no idea what's in them. Do you think we're in a time where people want more? Exactly. That's what I was just about to say. Like I think um, we called our brand mother made meaning like mother made mother earth medicine you know things that are actually like not man made this is yeah. exactly what we talked about beforehand around the name and how how cool it is and obviously very natural sounding as well so please keep going yeah, yeah so that was our whole thinking behind it was i think there is a shift um from man-made products like you say with that are just full of junk that you don't have no idea what they mm -hmm. are whereas ours is literally 100 percent lion's mane or mushroom or whatever with no fillers, nothing else added to it. So it's just like clean and simple, grown from the earth organically. A lot of, a lot of um, mushroom companies out there, not to like diss them or anything, there are a lot of mushroom companies, especially in America, that mix their mushrooms with like turmeric, which we all know are really good for you. And yep. like some of them mix with like chai and like masala powder and like cocoa and stuff. And so we like looked into like potentially doing mushrooms with coffee or mushrooms with something that people could like, um, is more like, uh, easy to use easy to use but then we kind of always kept coming back to no we need to make it pure so you can add it to anything else that you're like got in your day-to-day -day lives we don't want to be like an extra thing that you have to do in the morning or an mm. extra thing you have to do at night like you already have your coffee sweet bang the a and blend in you're already eating dinner you need like a brothy kind of substitute sweet bang the pm blend in there mm. and so that's why ours are just pure mushrooms I, I can't i can't wait to taste yours because i um I love surfing, and there's the guy called Led Hamilton is a massive surfer. He comes out of Hawaii. He's been doing um, experiencing with mushrooms and drinking mushrooms in his coffee for 30 years. Um, then he sort of IPO'd this and took it to a whole nother level, but he's never sort of waved. Uh, he's never moved away from his true ethos around keeping it organic, natural, and all of this. But, man, I have tried another brand, and I better not diss them and bag them on this podcast. This um, way, this way. But, holy crap, they mixed it with um, mixed, mixed it with a turmeric, and when I made my coffee, it was bright yellow. And, yeah. honestly, it was like I was eating a chicken curry, and <laughs> I haven't actually good. used it again. Um, but you guys do, like, the powder form and the capsules, don't you? Yeah. yeah. The thinking behind that as well was that I'm I'm much more of a capsule person. I'd rather like bang out. I'll have my cordyceps in the morning, my lion's mane at lunchtime, and then my rashi capsule at nighttime. And that's just like I don't know, a simple way for for me. Yeah, sweet. And the day where Jess was more like nut powders, like I'm going to make a delicious like <laughs> latte with my mushroom powder in the morning. And then for lunch, I'm going to make a smoothie. And like she's all about sort of coming concoctions. up with like, yeah, I concoctions. I am that Harry Potter spell person. I love yeah. it. 
<laughs> so it was, but I mean, in saying that, I use the powders as well. I think it's sort of for yeah, I use everyone. Every single night, it's so good. Um, but we just kind of tried to cater to the two different types of people. Mm. You're either like a pills or powders kind of. Yeah, cool. And the powder in particular, before I try it, what well, did it, did it take a long time to sort of get to the final product around like taste and stuff, or was it pretty yeah. straightforward? Well, we got, um, we obviously got heaps of testers from our supplier. Yep. And then we were in like, my mum's kitchen actually just came down and we all sat around and we just made um, heaps of different. Um, we like tried them testers. all by themselves separately and then we kind of like put them all together and we found out Raishi was quite bitter and tasting. And so we didn't want it to like overpower because coffee is already quite bitter. So yeah, we definitely, um, we definitely handmade that kind of style yeah. Ooh, that's um, and mixed it all together and came up with it. Yeah, like the perfect two flavor profiles. Yeah. No, nah, man, I, I just think the fact that you can cater to both too, like I used to, around like omega-3 fish oils or your vitamins, the fact that you can take it in a pill form too, like mm-hmm. that's so simple, so simple. Um, that's what I love about it. I want to ask, um, obviously you guys have been friends for a very long time now and now obviously business partners with your venture. Does um do you guys butt heads at all or is this I, <laughs> I knew it was gonna be a cheeky answer like that. How does it work? Is there any conflict at all? Or? No, I absolutely love her. She's my bestie. I don't know, we kind of like we always say that we're yin and yang because we're so different in personality but so the same. Yeah. And also she's such a fucking joker. Like she always pulls pranks on me. She pulled the worst prank on me the other day. Oh my god, I was in the middle of Ponsonby and I nearly started crying on the street. She told me that our shipment, our no, our packaging that came for our minis was wrong and the lid didn't fit on. And we had just gone through so much shit already with like trying to like import stuff and how like shipping times were taking like crazy but long and I took it way took too point. far it was like I 15 like... minutes I was like oh, <laughs> me, Emily. like I'm checking my I'm emails now I can't believe they've done this to us they've like sent us a picture and she's literally just dead silent on the other side of the phone I was like oh. real relaxed I was like out of we were out in um like our factory in Cumia and Cumia was like half an hour away and so I was like out there and I actually like pulled over on the side of the road <laughs> <laughs> fake photo of the lid not fitting seat it <laughs> and then i was just real calm the whole time like yeah, i've no, literally got heart palpitations now just remembering that but oh god but going back to what you're saying i just think like a partnership obviously we know each other so well so it's like comfortable it feels like family that if we have a disagreement or whatever we can you know like I'll, i respect you so yeah. i want to hear her opinion she respects me and we can go back and forth but it makes it easier i'm also an indecisive person so i love to bounce ideas around Same. i think if i was like in the business by myself i'd be like oh is that a good idea like maybe yeah. not and then i would never actually but we anywhere. talk to each other about everything mm-hmm. and like even emails and we're like does that sound dumb as we'll like save it in drafts and like the other one would read it fix it a little <laughs> yeah. bit and then send it off so that's why we kind of sign off jess and em because usually it is by both <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love it love it tell me um AM powder is out of stock. I'm asking for a friend. When is it back in stock? Man, that was like, this has been the biggest learning curve. Because um, obviously this is like... We've been in business for six months. Oh, not even. Since April? So May, like, yeah. Four or five months already. No, nah, that's, that's six that's months. Surely we're almost in December. <laughs> but I don't know, the year's gone really fast. And it has been, we thought we ordered plenty of stock to get us through to like next year. Because obviously the first time ordering is like a guessing game. We're like, oh, let's get... 800 of these let's get it's gonna thousand thousand of these. Of those, like, yeah. it was really um we were just sort of like feeling it out and then our stock started getting lower started getting lower and then we're like shit i think we should probably place another order 
and then we placed it and, and think, lockdown happened yeah. and everyone was on their bloody phones ordering stuff i mean i don't know why i'm angry about this it was the best thing ever like we tripled in sales yep. going wild and um we kept calling our suppliers like so is it here yet and mm-hmm. instead of taking 40 days it took two months yeah wow. yeah this is the reality of business man we just like learned the hard way and obviously now obviously we're working on strategies to um put in place for reordering and what that looks like and um, giving ourselves plenty of time ahead. But um, it will be in stock, the AM blend, next week. Next week. Cool. Oh, cool. Well, I was going to order the family pack and I'll just take the two minis. Um, so <laughs> I, I might do that. Uh, tell me, uh, from a sort of a business and strategy point of view, what does is, what is 2022 look like for you guys? Just like still growing, I reckon. Mm. For us, I feel like we've really, we have made a dent in the New Zealand market, but I'm, excited to sort of expand it out of Auckland a lot as well. I feel like a lot of our um, like retailers and wholesale accounts are based here, whereas I want to see yeah, it in we like got the into South Faroes, Island which is and, really cool. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, Faroes and, um, and like a lot of oh, cafes, I guess, yeah, that'll be cool a cool cafes. one to tap into that of the country and just more like house stores that we actually want to align with um, mm. and think sort of suit our yeah. brand. But I just think there's heaps of growth still there as well as yeah. growing our online sales our online sales are pretty boss like we like that but there is like something to say with holding a product in your hand and feeling it and seeing it and checking it out that really kind of speaks to the customer and we want it i guess again to be like there for everyone to mm-hmm. have access to and then australia <laughs> is our big plan we're already available in australia but we're going to go pretty hard over there uh, awesome how how important is social media for you guys and the business and it's like everything i feel if we if like instagram sometimes i'll like freak out at night like man if we lost our instagram that's all of our marketing and it's free like jess and i didn't have a huge budget at all when starting this business but that was like a secret little tool in the pocket to be Mm -hmm. like okay well at least it's free we can just keep do you guys personally take care of that yourselves in terms of replying to to people out there as well on on on? yeah Yeah. we reply with your customer service but we have one of our best friends rose jelena she helps us with content she does all the content naturally she's amazing but it's like a collab so we'll catch up and have a meeting and be like we're thinking this vibe and then she's just got that eye for like pulling that right images and um she also takes amazing content like mm-hmm. pictures as well so yeah. we've just been so lucky and then we get the, the help of our friend us. emma wiley she's a nutritionist and she helps with um some of the um technical comments and stuff um tell me obviously on top of health and well-being in terms of the product you guys are also big on environment as well and that's obviously all the products is 100 percent. i just don't think you can start a business nowadays without thinking about sustainability and thinking about the footprint that you're leaving behind you know yeah it's so it's there's been so many companies that gone before that only think about economy and don't think about the environment and don't think about people and they've got so big and almost like can't go back now because they've just grown their business in that way whereas if you start off new you can really start to think about um what your packaging looks like like what your profit where's that going to um can you help out something in your area um can you donate to i don't know like growing trees since you're taking from the earth and so these are all concepts that we've thought about and um our packaging is 100 percent recyclable made from recycled cardboard um and that was a real that was actually i mean it's not easy that yep. was a struggle because you go into it being like, ah, oh, yeah, sure, like cardboard. Is it more costly? Does it cost more? 
Well, no, uh, yeah, well, obviously you have to take a little bit of a hit on it, but you yeah. can, I mean, business talk, you can just factor that into the price. So yeah. yeah. You can kind of like semi pays for it. But like, I guess that's, I mean, it's a half and half thing you, that you present a, a product that's good for the environment and the people are willing to pay a little bit more for something that's not going to fuck the earth, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you're sort of, you're sort of, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's sort of your target customer is someone that aligns themselves with that. Like how often would we actually see uh you know, a company and they just use all plastics, you know, like we know how bad plastics are. Or don't even mention. Or don't even mention it. It must be so foreign. So like a lot of, I'm sure a lot of your customers um, think like that as well. Mm. It is interesting though, because we wanted to do glass initially and um, we found out that to ship it from overseas because it's so heavy, the carbon footprint would actually be like mm, yep. the size. And then also glass is really great if you reuse it, but if you yep. don't reuse it, the energy it takes to melt the glass down and turn it into something else is so massive that again, it's like worse than plastic sometimes. I don't want to say that out loud, yep. but I feel like that's also like another educational piece that we kind of want to work on in terms of like how to reuse your containers and like put like a page online and just kind of, again, like we've done with mushrooms, like gather all the information and actually tell people or like share the information to people of like what packaging is good for the environment and what you should do with it afterwards. But that is like a whole nother rabbit hole. Um, mm. Like yep. we spent yep. so long on the packaging, trying to, oh, yeah. trying to make sure like it was, it looked aesthetically pleasing, but also the fact that it was not going to have a big impact on the mm. earth and, it, and the best food way to go well. around it. So yeah, all that, that red tape that you have to like get across for you to be able to like, to be legal to give to customers. Yeah. Oh, we can look at some of the big brands in China and you they aren't allowed to be in business unless they test on animals. Yeah, so, right. you know, there's, which is, which is just awful. Um, awesome, isn't it? Um, yeah, we've had other, other like-minded people on the podcast that have, that have shared the exact same sort of ethos around what you guys think about uh, sort of green companies and giving back, you know, but it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's so front of mind. Like, um, yeah, it's just... You probably want to do more as well. I feel like you have to definitely keep growing yeah. and like keep kind of keep researching and keep your ear to the ground about different ways to send packaging. And there's actually packaging that's made out of mycelium, which is mushroom root, mm. which is really interesting. That's kind of like taking over overseas. So I'd love to be able to do something like that in the future. But yeah, we're ever growing. We're still growing. Mm. And learning. Um, I have to ask, and we ask this on every podcast and people like to know, um, role models. Give me some role models. Have you guys got any role models that you obviously... <laughs> Any people that you look up to, maybe, or got, got some ideas from, or in terms of reading oh, serious, or... I reckon he's real cool. I've liked him ever since I was a kid, just because he's that humble, but also really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Business-wise, I think, like, Emma Lawson, we've looked at yeah. um, quite a lot as well, because her packaging is, like, amazing and all recycled, and her business model was just kind of cool. Like, it's premium, but it's natural, but it's, Absolutely. Like and she put in so much work for that. Like, she's been mm. in business for quite a while. So it, it definitely wasn't a greenwashing ploy. Like, she went deep and she went hard. And I have so... Yeah, we have so much respect for her. I think all business, like, people... Anyone that has started business, I have so much um, newfound respect for mm. because I know that it's not as easy as just, like, cool, we've got this idea, we want to make this product, but there's... Like it's got to be legit, you know. You've yeah. got to, it's got to be like ticked off, and yeah. it's it's stressful. Um, yeah, the hurdles that you've got to go through, I guess. Who who takes credit, and how did the name come about? Yes, we want to know Emily. that. Man. Yeah, she had a list of like thirty things and she, uh, thirty names that she came up with, 
and it was like six on the list and it was just like the perfect but, name. and i still remember it so distinctly it was when we were still in new york when we had like mm. when i was in new york and i decided we had decided we we're going to do a mushroom company and i think i was like lying in bed and i was like going over names in my head and i was like mother like i don't know mother earth and then i was like mother maid and then i text jess in the morning she was like i love it and i was like do you really i wasn't even she sold. wasn't even sure yeah and then but now it just feels like it was meant to be mm-hmm. mother maid I was just going to say, I love, you know, from the ground up. That is so amazing. And that is such a cool little saying. And it just like intertwines with, you know, obviously mushroom roots and whatnot. Yeah. We we actually need to use that line more. Yeah. We always say, come to mama. (laughs) (laughs) Coke bags for Christmas called um, Love Your Mother. Yeah. And they're going to come free with bundles if you buy a gift bag. Cool. Cool. Fantastic. Um, Tell us just before we, we close off. Um, Obviously, this is a product that you feel strongly about and you, you think everyone should be utilizing this in terms of their health and well-being. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I, think, I know it's like cliche as well to say if you are passionate about your business, it will yep. go further. But I truly believe that. I think that if you actually believe in the product, like I genuinely want people to try the mm. mushrooms because I know that they'll feel a difference mm. and then they will be hooked on it forever whereas, and then just know that from a personal experience exactly. of taking them like a couple of years and i feel like it's like changed my life <laughs> it is it was a real game changer yeah. um so obviously we just want to sprinkle mushrooms all over the world and just like yep. kind of get everyone on the same um on the same level just like as well i think getting a good night's sleep is one of the most important things you can do for yourself and I know that people get so easily hooked on like sleeping pills or other ways to get them asleep. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah, if you can find like a natural alternative to get yourself to sleep, that's probably like the first step in um, a good, good, health yeah, and good health. Yeah. What do you say, just lastly, what do you say to someone that's never tried them before? What's the easiest thing to start or what's the first product to go to on, on, on your guys' range? I think that's why the AM blend sold out. Um, that's probably the easiest if you're into powders because you just add it into your coffee and you can't taste it. It does not taste like mushrooms. People always ask that. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, it kind of actually takes the bitterness out of coffee. And it's got our AM blend has three mushrooms in it, chaga, lion's mane, and cordyceps. And it just kind of makes you feel alive. So yeah. that's the easiest one to start with. And now we've got the minis. It's even easier to get on board with that. And also way cheaper than a lot of the other mushroom brands out there. Because, yeah, we just wanted to spread the love with mushrooms and get everyone on board. Cool. Awesome. Uh, just to finish off, I'm going to ask you a dad joke now. Why does the fungus always win the argument? Because they don't leave mushroom for debate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about him. I really do apologize. He's been the like, I was almost taking it seriously, like, man, like, was a riddle or something? Yeah. Um, awesome. Please tell our listeners um, uh, what platforms you're on and how they can obviously get in touch with you and then get access to your wonderful product. Cool. Um, so check out our website, probably www.mothermaid.co.nz. And then from there, there's also like our contact information, which is hello at mothermaid.com. And then just Instagram, baby, Mother Made Mushrooms. Hit us up. Mother Made underscore mushrooms. Yeah. Awesome. And it's made M-A-D-E, not making a cow made. Awesome. Um, Emily and Jessica from Mother Made, thank you so much for coming on today. You've been an absolute pleasure to talk to. Thank you, you guys, guys so guys. much. It was Bye. fun. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, Check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button. Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field.